Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and this is Beyond the Shoots. New York has been a part of rodeo for more than 60 years. Today is Thursday, May 18th, 2023, and we are talking with my host, my co-host, Sam Swearingen, a two-time North America Rodeo Commission saddle bronc riding champion, and there is a lot to cover today. We're going to wrap up the first weekend of the PBR Finals that ended on Sunday evening, and Sam will make some predictions of Thursday's opening round of the second weekend, officially starting round four. Finally, we'll talk about last evening's PBR draft, and let's see what Sam's doing. Sam, how are you? I'm never better, Doug. How are you today? I am good. I'm good. Been been kind of a busy week, and we were out in Iowa for a few days. Took the motor home out there, and as you know, we did we did some recording from there. I had a great great time out there visiting the family. And you know, I'm pretty particular about my haircuts, and my sister Deb has been a barber for a long long time. Got a new barbershop out there called Simcox and Company, where not only is she cutting, but her her son Tom is cutting. They've got Michael cutting, and then new, brand new to the barber shop, fourth generation barber Eli just joined him on Thursday. Just graduated on Tuesday from barber school. So as I said, fourth generation. So I don't know if you've seen my hair, Sam. Looks pretty good after this most recent visit. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds like I'm going to have to take a long drive to get a haircut. Well, I think you have to. You know, uh, they're out in Cedar Falls, and uh, they've they've just been doing great business and having a lot of fun. They're on Facebook, and there's a cool PSA that's called Don't Be Like Tommy, kind of barbershop etiquette and that sort of thing. So Simcox and company look them up. Just having a lot of fun. Had a great visit with all the family, mom, dad, sisters, and uh, aunts, and cousins, and you name it. Just just a great nieces and nephews. Uh, great, big, uh, great big family reunion, if you will. That's wonderful. It's times like that that can't be replaced. You'll, you'll cherish that for the rest of your life. That's, that's great. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know... I've been thinking you talked last time about riding for the brand. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, because you said that, we're working on logos and such for this podcast. And I said, well, then we got to have a brand. And so it's BTC. That's our brand. BTC. BTC. Beyond the Shoots. Okay. So when you're riding for the brand, you can now proudly say what that brand is. So now you have to design a logo around BTC. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. But if you, you so know, you can go ahead. Put a little fire on and Laura can put it in your cheek or something. I, I on my cheek, what, what, yeah, what were you? Yeah, little brand. Brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. Uh, well maybe, no, no. maybe your shoulder, you, you, you don't. You definitely don't want it on your forehead. That's a bad place to put anything. And if you ever watch Yellowstone, they brand some of their workers. Oh, yeah? Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I got a story about that, Doug. Okay, so let's hear it. I got a story. Yeah. Do you really want to hear it? I do want to hear it. Of course I want to hear it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, my 
employees, workers, slash cowboys. Uh, yeah, got really stupid one day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and my nephew, Jeremy, being one of them. Yeah, I know uh, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Clint Smith, they made up nice little bands out of coat hangers. Oh. And commenced burning each other. Oh. I mean, and and the other stood and said, yeah, do it. The one that was getting burned? Yeah. You know, they didn't just stand there. They made, you know, each other, I think, really grabbed a hold of them and held them tight and close so they couldn't rip away. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and is it the Rawhide Rodeo brand? What, what did they brand them with? No, it, oh. it, it's more more of like a longhorn brand okay uh, okay yeah oh. horns coming out the side with the face down you know pretty simple like a triangle coming down yeah and then horns they still have these but, uh, do you know these these brands oh yeah they don't go away <laughs> i did i don't think i ever heard that story uh that's pretty yeah you I, know maybe we can get some uh maybe jeremy did he get it Jeremy, your your yeah, nephew. Yeah, Jeremy, and I think he got blood poisoning from it. Oh, uh, <laughs> of course. And it, yeah, there was two or three that day that got it. Oh my goodness! And then about five years later, yeah, another one gets it. Here. Uh, still, five years later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and this was a different brand because it took up his whole shoulder. I, I don't. Cow. They didn't. He didn't show it to me too much. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it is, but. Uh, it was one of those ex-Amish boys that I hired. Okay. Good okay. bronc rider. Yeah. Good yeah. kid. Rode broncs really good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they branded themselves. Oh, my goodness. Well, maybe we could get him to send us a picture. Would that be possible? Could you reach out to Jeremy and see if he would send us a picture of his brand? Yeah, I, I can. Jeremy's doesn't look very good because I think he beat him off as soon as he started getting oh, Jeremy's pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a fine line between tough and dumb. Yeah, that's exactly okay? right. Exactly right. But uh, Jeremy, his his kind of got messed up. But I think Clint Smith is almost perfect. All right, we'll, we'll have to see if we can reach out to him and yeah, get a picture and to be clear, this is a brand. This is not a tattoo. No, no, this no, is a this brand. Is heated up coat hanger brand. Okay, so it's not you know you can get a tattoo removed. It's going to be a big deal to get a brand like that removed if you ever want that done someday. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they'd want to remove it. I don't know why okay. they'd want to put it on there I, in the first place. Right. But, <laughs> I'd rather remove it than put I don't. I don't know. I don't that is crazy. It. That is absolutely oh, crazy. But, you goodness. know, they're cowboys. Yeah. They're cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So, like we always, like I always ask at the beginning of the show, how is Dalen? What's he up to? What's he doing? What's he thinking? What's how's he feeling? I got just like you're in a tunnel. You were good at the beginning. So Man, get, I didn't think I touched anything. Okay. There you go. You're back. Is, so okay. So, I'm holding holding my phone in the air now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a moonroof, sunroof on that thing? Riding for the brand. Riding for the brand. And what is that brand, by the way? Uh, BTC. BTC. That's exactly right. So, as before, I lost you in the tunnel, which is your 
which is your Ford F-350. How is Dalen? What's he up to? Dalen is doing very well. He, uh, he's been driving back and forth from Fort Worth, been calling me quite a bit uh, because he's driving and I kind of look forward to it. I, I love to talk to him and it's been kind of a blessing to, to chat with him, mm-hmm. but he is healthy. He's ready to go. He's coming to some Canadian PBRs in the next few weeks. So he'll be coming home for a few days. And I don't know if I, I talked to Dalen about this a little bit. We have a little bar restaurant area that sometimes does celebrity bartenders. Mm -hmm. And I've got to talk to him and see if Dalen will do that. I thought we'd pick a charity and uh, both 10 bar a little bit. Oh my goodness. To see if we can raise some money for, uh, for a cause. And this will be up by in Perfard. Yep. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, golly, let us know, and uh, do 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 let us know where to make donations if we can't come up there and and hang out with him as a bartender. So let's move on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Unleash the Beast Championship leaderboard after the first weekend. Now, this is through round three, which was Sunday, and the news I have here, I've got three bits of news, and I'm interested in, in what you're thinking. Kaiki Pacheco still leads the PBR World standings after three rounds. I believe he, uh, he was 74 points in the lead, which takes me to my next point. Jose Vitor Lemmy is 0 for 3 on his first three bulls. Thoughts? Well, um, both things are don't make any sense. I would have figured... Kayaki would not be in the lead right now. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Jose, I have predicted that he would not ride any of his bulls, and he has not. Um, okay. It just has not been his turn. He has not drawn what fits him. Mm-hmm. And he usually doesn't need something to fit him, but it, it just has not your turn. And if it's not your turn in rodeo, it's not your turn. And when it is, there's nothing they can do to take it away from you. I see. If you're so. Okay. We'll go from there. And we'll talk a little bit about the matchup. Of course, he's got Big Bank tonight. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. And then my other bit that kind of caught my attention, Boudreaux Campbell, the Texas Cowboy. He is on the move. Right now sits about 308 points out of the lead. He's two for three bulls, sitting with 175 points, and he's sitting second in the average which, if you remember from this crazy point scheme, could get him 350 points, which would be enough if he just held steady, which would be enough for him to win the championship. What's your thoughts on that right now? Okay. Boudreaux, he uh, he doesn't – it is his to lose, you know, or his to win. Mm-hmm. And – it's it's still a very uphill battle for Boudreaux. Okay. There's going to be a lot of things that change. He's drawn a couple bulls that fit him. The one that bucked him off didn't. And, you know, he, he, he's he got a rough road ahead. But, you know, at least he can see, yes, this is very much an opportunity. Very, very much he could win this event. But mm-hmm. Okay. It'll be tough. Okay. And then, then the other cowboy, and we didn't have him on our radar, and shame on us, 
Jonestown, Pennsylvania Cowboy, 22-year-old Brady Randolph. Uh, thanks to Mark Richmond out of, out of Ontario, he said we need to be following this kid. And guess what? He is, he is sitting, I believe, third right now in the average with 173 points on two. Yeah. Um, actually, Mark called me this morning, and we talked a little bit about things. But Brady is a tough kid. He's a tough kid. He, he he will try his guts out, and that's getting him this far mm-hmm. to do this well so far. Mm-hmm. Um, he he'll do okay, but to to win it, I don't think that'll happen. Right, right. And we're going to talk about him here in a moment. Matter of fact, let's do that. Let's talk about a few that we have been following course josh frost so we're going to go to matchups and and sam i'll tell you the bull i know you've studied things i can tell you a little bit of what you need to know but let's start with josh frost of course that's a cowboy that advanced from the velocity tour because he won the championship there and and is riding in his second utb finals so he is up against a bull called top dollar what's what's the thought process here josh you know, after the draft and everything last night, Josh is going to be feel good and kind of revigorated and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's give him the win. Let's I, give him the I win. I wasn't going to go that way, but let's give him the win. All right. All psychological. He's he's fired up. He's ready to roll is what you're saying. And, and, and Sam, as we go through here, not only who's going to ride, who isn't going to ride, but who is the matchup, right? Who is the matchup? And... And we talked on Sunday just how important those matchups are as we watch it, right? As we watch this this bull riding. So let's go to Canada. Nick Tetz, Whiskey Velocity Tour Cowboy, on a bull tonight called Kid Napper. What do you think? What do you think here, Sam? Yeah, I've been against Nick just because these are different caliber bulls, mm-hmm. and he he's done well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. God bless him, he's done well, but. Mm-hmm. This is the rank pen, and I just think it's going to be too much for Nick. A little too much bull. Okay, okay. Let's go to Middlebury, Indiana, to Hoosier State, Marcus Mast. He's got his hands full tonight, Eric the Red. And uh, so far, he's not made a qualified ride. What's your thoughts on Marcus for tonight's round? I don't think that changes. Uh, okay. I wish it would. Mm-hmm. i seen a video. Marcus was in a hospital drawing pictures with a little kid you know and uh i'm a sap because marcus is a good guy but he's overmatched tonight all right but we'll cheer him on right we're gonna pull for him amen 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 absolutely all right let's go to the walla walla washington cowboy Derek kobaba 26 years of age of course in the first round he scored that 89 three quarters point ride won it won the first round he's on a bull we call or that's called centerfold I, I, it doesn't look good for him. Okay. It, it just doesn't look good. It, this bull is really, really good. And he needs to ride a couple of these that go to the right to win this mm-hmm. championship. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't showed me where he can. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on, Ezekiel Mitchell. Um, we talked about him on Sunday. What a hoot. I mean, he went 4.12 on that crazy bull, Dennis the Menace. And I was pulling for him. I was so excited for him. I would have told you he was going to ride him. You had predicted that he would ride him. 
and that was just absolutely great watching. So he's on a bull called Knocking Boots. Yeah, um, this bull goes to the right. I pick Zeke every time, and he hasn't done it yet. I'm going to go against him this time, so maybe he'll ride him. Okay, <laughs> whatever it takes. A little reverse psychology there. Yeah. All right. Another cowboy we've been following, Eli Vassbinder, originally Ohio cowboy, lives in Statesville, North Carolina. Now, a bit, and maybe you know some uh, some injury update on Eli. He uh, he sat out Sunday's round, and he is on a bull here. I'm legit too. So anything you can share? Yeah, I'm legit too. Is an outstanding bull. But rider friendly, mm-hmm. cowboys get along with him. Mm-hmm. If he was healthy, I'd say he rides him, and I'm going to say that anyway. You are. I'm going to say okay. he rides him. Just, just that it, he he guts it out so much that. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to give him the benefit. It, it just is. This this bull is really good in this pen. Okay. And, any, he any, needs to take advantage of it. Okay, take advantage. Now, talk about talk about health, though. How is he physically? What have you heard? Well, if he didn't get on the other day, he's not good physically. Right. He's he's right. going to tough it out and do it if he possibly can. Yeah. So him not getting on makes me think he's really, really hurting. Okay. And yeah, when you're hurting and you're riding, you compensate. You don't do things correctly. Yeah. Because your body will not let you. And and you've talked about it since November. These guys have been, every weekend they've been somewhere. And you talked about it when we were in Louisville. These guys are beat up, right? So, yeah, let, let's see what he can do. Pulling for Eli, of course. Um, and then our next Cowboys, Winston Enrique Da Silva. I have to say this, formerly a Carolina Cowboy What's your matchup here, Sam? He's on flying wired. Yeah. yeah. This, in this rank pen, he hasn't done that good. Okay. Uh, okay. So I say he gets bucked off. Yeah. And he's not and, a Carolina Cowboy anymore. Not that we don't pull for him, but eh, it's not quite as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like well, that. Yeah. Prejudice person, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are. Now, to be fair, and we'll talk about this in the draft, because of that trade. Carolina Cowboys got trades one and two. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, okay? Um, okay. Let's go to the 18-year-old Cowboy, Tate Pohlmeyer, out of Fort Scott, Kansas. And every time I every time I look at this this setup here, I'm just, I'm just amazed that an 18-year-old Cowboy has made it to the UTB Finals. He's on a bull tonight called Hang 'em High. Tate rides right-handed. The bull's left-handed. In the rank pen, I say he doesn't ride him it's just he's a good kid he rides phenomenal but these bulls you know if if you're looking down the list you know if you want to play odds you go no on every one you you've won a lot of money okay so okay tough pen and we're going to talk about that in a little bit tough bulls out tonight uh daniel keeping texas cowboy he's on pearl's ghost Left left hand rider, left hand delivery bull. This this bull's the one that bucked Jose off in the third round, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. uh, second or third round. I didn't get to see it because I was, I guess, the second round because I was traveling and it was on CBS, so uh, I didn't get to watch it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh boy, um, you got to go some with the riders. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't see him riding them. I would not be surprised, but I don't see it happening. And and just a little bit of information, you're right. He did buck off Jose, and they scored the bull 44 and a quarter points, if that helps you at all. Yeah, I didn't see it, so I, I can't say. Okay. But I, I, uh, you say the bull and wins. I know the bull, but yeah. yeah, I know the bull, but I didn't see his last trip and what happened with Jose. I say the bull wins. All right, let's go to Crockett, Texas, your neck of the woods. Boudreaux Campbell, 24-year-old cowboy, um, has, has, been, has had a nice finals, 84 and three-quarter points in the first round, 90 and a quarter in the third round. We talked about him earlier, 308 points behind the lead. He has got Pookie Holler, left-hand delivery bull, left-hand riding bull rider. Oh, Pookie Hollers to the left. I thought it was to the right. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are exactly right. I'm sorry. I picked up okay. the wrong, wrong one here. Yeah, it's okay. See, <laughs> I do that every so often just to prove to our listeners, you know what in the world's going on. Well, Pookie Holler can go either way. Too. Okay. You okay. Know, there's no, with him, you don't know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. He can go out to the end of the gate and go around to the left, or he can be there to the right. and. Oh. I would say it's probably 50-50. I'd say he bucks him off. Really? Okay. Yeah, i say he bucks him off. In, in how many seconds? I mean, is 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 this going to, he's going to run at him? What's your thoughts? It will probably be quick. Be quick. Okay. Okay. Or he'll ride him. If it's not quick, he'll, really? he'll find a spot and ride him. Okay. But uh, I, okay. I think it'll be quick. Okay. I've got it marked down. Let's go to Cooper Ta- uh, Cooper Davis. He has drawn, of course, 2016 world champion. He has drawn the bull, Jag Metals Grand Theft, left-hand bull, right-hand cowboys in my notes. Okay. This bull is uh, another bull that bucked Jose off. This bull is one of the rankest, hardest-to-ride bulls there is on the PBR. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get the respect or the high marks. This bull just does not quit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I... I go against Cooper. I say he bucks him off. Bucks him off. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go to Dalton Castle then, Mr. 90-pointer. Of course, he he came through in the third round with an 89-point score. And he has drawn a bull called Renegade. I really don't know Renegade. I don't know why. Okay. I I don't know why I don't know him. And I know I've heard the name. Mm -hmm. It just, I haven't. It just hasn't clicked to me what okay. what bull this is. That being said, it's uh, I think I read on the sheets he's a left-handed bull. No, right, uh, right-handed. Yeah, and right-handed bull. Yeah, little more stats. Eighty-five percent buck off, and average score is forty-one points. Oh, <laughs> well, Dalton needs it. Yep, and he knows he needs it. Yeah, um, let's say he rides him. All right, is that your Let's matchup that. of the evening? No. Okay, okay. No. All right, I've got it. I've got it down. Say that Dalton rides him. Let's go to our two-time world champion, Jose Vitor Lemmy. He has drawn a bull called Big Bank. And this bull really bucks, really bucks. And I've gone against Jose every time. I think this is the time he makes his move. All right. I think he rides him and... First or second in the round. So there's another one I got. 
Okay. Good question. Uh, but, All right. First or uh, second in the round if he rides the bull. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, let's keep rolling. Dinner Barbosa. He was a guy that won Louisville PBR when you were in town, Sam. And he has drawn a bull called Breadbasket Right Hand Delivery Bull. What's your thoughts here? This this bull is really good in this pen. Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the one you would want to draw kind of good? Yeah, one of the three that you're wanting to straddle. Okay, okay. Uh, one of the three or four that you really look for. Mm-hmm. Let's say he rides them. Okay. Yep. All right, fair enough. I've got that marked. And then Pennsylvania Cowboy, the one Mark Richmond said we need to pay attention to, Jonesville, Pennsylvania, 22 years of age. He's on Mike's Magic. This isn't good for him. This bull is double rank. They've switched deliveries on him. He's a lot better leaving there. He doesn't follow himself near mm-hmm. as much, but he does what it takes to get him on the ground and very strong. It just doesn't look good for him. I say he bucks him off. All right. All right. I got it. So, so I was thinking the other day as we go down through here, you know, we haven't explained why we talk about a right hand riding cowboy and a, a delivery of a bullet. Explain a little bit about why those two things, riding hand delivery, even matter. To explain the deliveries, because it's hard, what way the bull's facing, what's going on. So to explain it, if your hand, if you're sitting on the bull's back without your hand in the rope, whatever hand is on the shoot gate mm. is the delivery. Okay. So if your hands, your left hand's on the shoot gate, that's the left delivery. If your right hand's on the shoot gate, that's the right hand delivery. Okay. These guys study these bulls and specialize, and if if they turn back to the left and they ride left-handed, they can adjust their rope where they can, it's a lot easier to hang on, like you can pull yourself mm. to the center. Okay. If they're going the other way, you can't pull yourself to the center. You have to keep riding to get to the center. I see. So it, it is, uh, it's easier. They put, if they know they're going to go to the left, they put their rope down there a little farther and then pull themselves around that corner and, and it helps them ride them okay. and they can spur a little easier. Okay. And when I rode bulls and when Dalen first started, we always rode better away from your hand. Okay. So explain that. What does that mean? If I'm a left hand bull rider, what does the bull do away from my hand? That means he would turn back in the spin to the right. To I'm the a left-hand right. bull rider, and he's going away from your hand. He'll turn back to the right. Okay. And usually, 80% of the time, they will go to the way they are loaded in the chute. So if, if it's a left-hand delivery, they normally go to the left in the spin. Okay. Not always. Okay. Normally. Okay. Right-hand delivery, vice versa. Okay. And I think the reason we both rode our bulls better to the wrong delivery. Uh, the main thing for me wasn't I didn't know enough and was not in depth in bull riding because mm-hmm. I quit after, you know, I got to be 18. I didn't ride them anymore. Okay. But I could just ride the bull in my being right legged, you know, right handed. It was always easier for me to spur with my other leg. Oh, so, oh, 
I think. I, I don't know if that's the case, but it, it when the one turned back away from my hand, I could spur better with the other leg. Okay. okay. And when Dalen started, we took him to some schools and stuff, and we were down at Cody Lambert's at the PBR school, and I said, he's having trouble riding him to the left. Uh-huh. Do you have a bull? that you can put in there and to the left and maybe we can pick it apart and see what's wrong, yeah, you know? Yeah. And now he rides to the left outstanding. He rides both ways real good. Mm-hmm. Once he didn't listen to people and went back just right. to riding bulls. Just to riding bulls. But yeah. the bull we put in there jumped out and faked the left and went to the right and Dalen beat him down because he mm-hmm. went away from his hand, you know? It okay. was just like, oh, it didn't work. You know, we yeah. didn't get the right scenario and now he contributes it to switching to the brazilian rope that he has more trouble riding to the right but now he's got that all kind of half figured out okay it doesn't matter as much i'm sure he feels more confident and more has more fun when they go to the left but yeah it's just something you got to work your mind through that what people are saying yeah isn't always the facts but yeah you believe it yeah, yeah, back to that mental aspect, right? The three, the three R's, right? We talked about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mental game. And before before we move on, I want to make a note here. I want to come back maybe in another podcast and talk about which hand. Why do you decide which hand you ride with? And then what is the Brazilian rope? Okay, we'll talk about that okay. in, in a in a future episode. Uh, let's move on. Joao Lucas Campos. He's got Moonlight Party. Moonlight Party. Mm-hmm. He's oh, he's a right-hand delivery, I think. And Lucas is like, he's going to be on top of the world. I say he rides him. Rides I him. I say he rides him. Okay. Yeah. And is that your matchup of the evening? We're getting down there. You want to come back when you're all done. Okay. Well, that's the last I'll, one I'll on my list. Then come back now. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll give you a matchup that's not on your list. Okay. I think we'll probably win. What does... <laughs> Lima have. I looked at that. Hold on here. Raymond de Lima. Tulsa time. That's yeah. That's that's your that's matchup gonna, of the evening. That's gonna fit him really good. Okay. And who has riding solo? I looked at that too. Yeah, uh that's Chase Outlaw. Boy, I'd love to see that work. Okay. And it could. It that could? could work. Uh between the three of them, Jose and lima and chase yeah i guess i'll go with lima really? he drew okay. the one okay. that you want out of there but okay okay if so, any uh, one of those three rode I, I would love to see chase for sure the monkey off his back for but, sure for sure absolutely uh, riding okay i've got that so i'm actually i put down three that we just i mean they're all good watching but Chase Outlaw, Raymond DeLima, and Jose Vitor Lemmy, and the one that you think is going to win it all here tonight is going to be Raymond D, uh, DeLima. So I've got that marked down, Sam. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. So while we're talking about bulls uh, and that bull championship run, Legend and Riding Solo have both been scored 46 points at this, at this final, Sam. And in addition, we now have a two-way tie. Riding Solo and Cool Whip show on the PBR website as being tied. 
I picked Cool Whip at the start to win the whole thing. And I said, I hope I was wrong. Cool Whip did have a terrible trip. They said I didn't watch it. It was on the CBS. And uh, I think he was only marked to 41. So riding solo was marked 46. Mm -hmm. And it is now riding solos to lose because if Cool Whip has another trip, and it doesn't have to be bad, but and Solo has one like he had, they drop their worst one at the final. So oh, they do. Okay. Cool Whip has to be, Cool Whip has to be really good the last two, and Solo has to be really good one out of the last two. I see. Interesting. So, interesting. And and it looks like this this Legend Bowl, bucked off Wingston Henrique da Silva, and they scored the bowl forty six points got a possibility of making a run at this he's currently number three because one and two are split for him to win it solo's got to have two bad trips and cool whip's got to have one right because right. they drop right. drop one okay uh fair enough because cool whip's already had one bad one yep so i i they're really getting solo out of the box real good here lately okay it's been really good Yep. And they get him out one more time, he's the winner. Yep. If if not, will Cool Whip have two bad trips? I would have never thought he'd had one. So I I, I, I said Cool Whip will win it and I'll I'll stay there. You're staying with it's it. A, okay. It, it it's it's a tough yeah. Okay. Solo's got he's got the upper hand right now. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. All right, let's go to the matchups. If you remember we, we picked six cowboys, we put them up head to head. And your record, just so you know, coming into after round one, you were six. You had two wins, one loss, sixty-seven percent. Now that'll make you money in bull riding. Okay. In the second round, which was Saturday night, you won one, lost two, and that's thirty-three percent. However, you're still in the money here because your running total is three wins and three losses, so fifty percent. Just, just. Just keeping up here, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. 50-50, right? 50% of the yeah, time you're going to uh -huh. make money and 50% of the time you're going to lose money. So you just got to you just gotta bet big, right? So on the first right. matchup for the evening, Josh Frost versus Derek Kobaba, who, who gets a higher score? Who rides longer on the clock? Josh Frost. All right. I've got him there. And... Vassbinder and Ezekiel Mitchell. Vassbinder. Vassbinder? Yes. All right. Perfect. And final matchup, Dalton Castle, Cooper Davis. Dalton Castle. Castle. Okay. So we will, when we come back, we'll get a look at that and see how you did. Uh, we need to get you up off that 50-50. I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, that's a flip of a coin, <laughs> Sam. That's just a flip of a coin. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right so let's go to some other predictions you have already made one is you picked to win the championship jose vitor lemmy thoughts at this point on that i think tonight will tell whether he's going to do it if he rides tonight his head's in the game and he's going forward okay if he bucks off i think it's an uphill battle and it gets to him because he's not used to an uphill battle he usually be used to being at the top and mm -hmm. just kind of cruising mm -hmm. so uh 
if he rides tonight, like I predicted, I still think he has a really good opportunity to win it all. Okay. All right. We will watch and five more rounds of rodeo coming, including the championship round. Uh, so who to watch? And this was a question I posed before we ever, before it ever opened. You said, or I said, who makes the biggest move in the points? You said Josh Frost. I've just got to make a point. And we've talked about a little bit, Boudreaux Campbell, is he poised to win the world finals? Can he get enough points to win the world? Or can he get enough to be the biggest mover at this, at this finals? You know, the reason I went with Josh is because he was at the bottom of the heap when he started. So you're going to pass more people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and odds, still is. The odds were in my favor. And still is. <laughs> but he's fired up from the draft yeah. last night. You brought that up. I said Josh to begin with, and it's just starting for if he gets on a roll, we'll have to stick with what you said and go from there. Okay. Okay. So we're going to stay with that for right now. We're pulling for Josh Frost. Keep an eye out, though, for Boudreaux Campbell. He has won the finals, hasn't he, Sam, a couple years ago? Yeah, he he won it about three years ago. And, you know, the stars aligned for him. He did great. You don't win that by default. You win it by riding your bulls. And he rode his bulls. And it's still going to be tough, you know, and okay. to win that's tough for anybody. Absolutely. But, uh, he's got as good a shot as anybody right now. He's second, so okay. uh, he's got a better shot than 38 people in the field. There you go. So. Good good perspective. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So then moving on, the other one, I asked you a question. Will Sage Kimsey declare for the draft? You You said yes and yes in capital letters, yes, he declared, and if you remember, I also asked this, what I thought was a ridiculous question. Is it possible for the Carolina Cowboys or anybody, any team, to draft both Sage Kimsey and Josh Frost? You thought that was that was going to be almost mathematically impossible, but guess what? Carolina Cowboys draft Sage Kimsey in the number one spot, number one pick, and Josh Frost goes second in their second pick. Very, very great job on the general manager's part. Don't know him. Really put some work into it to get done what he wanted to do. And kudos out to him. Uh, I was asked this question before it came about by another person besides you. And I said, I said, anything's possible. Highly (laughs) unlikely, improbable. Right. Right. You know, uh, just just doesn't make sense. Who's going to give up a? a second round pick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it did. It did. They did. Stars aligned. And you know, I'm, I'm a big fan. Number one of the Cowboy or the Carolina Cowboys for obvious reasons, but that NASCAR connection, Austin Dillon, Richard Childress, I'm, I'm telling you, they were wheeling and dealing through this deal. Yeah. They must be horse traders. Cause they got something done that I never thought they could. Absolutely. And then other news, Pennsylvania Cowboy, and I'm going to call him Pennsylvania Cowboy. I know he lives in Texas. We first met this young man, gosh, Sam, 1999, 2000, something like that. He was riding Pennsylvania High School Rodeo. I remember him riding in Benton, Pennsylvania, the Arizona Ridge Riders draft, the Pennsylvania Cowboy, Jeff Askey. Yeah, I didn't even know he was coming out until Mm -hmm. yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. But what a what a good move on his part. 
he's getting up there in years. You know, I still call him a kid because he was a kid to me. Right. He's 35 years old. Yeah. He's always going to be a kid to me because you come around and helping at the rodeos and Dave Waltz from Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, him and Tyler Waltz kind of gave him the background and mm -hmm. his mother used to time rodeos for me and just good people, yeah. good people, yeah. the mother and the boy. Yeah. And we're around the right people to get him where he wanted to be. And then he took it from there. You know, he went to University of Tennessee at Martin. Mm -hmm. The coach there, John Luthy, just bragged on him to me because I was trying to get Dalen to go there, but mm -hmm. that didn't happen. Right. But uh, he, he won the college national championship. And the coach just, you know, he didn't brag on his ride and he didn't brag on anything but a good kid. I don't have to worry about his grades. Everything's going to be ready, and he'll be there equipped to go. Okay. And, okay. you know, as Dave and the mother and everybody should be so proud because that's a lot of it. He's not off goofing around and, you know, not taking care of business. He, he does what he has to do, and they are a part of it. So Absolutely. they should be very proud, and I'm sure they are. This will be exciting to watch, and I love as these these various cowboys come in, you know, with our connections and just watching, and that's to anybody, right? The more we get connected to these riders, and this team this team series is the way to get connected, because you got a favorite cowboy you're following. Guess what? Before you know it, you're pulling from all of the five, for pulling all for the five, I should say, of the teammates. Next time we get together somewhere down the road, I, I do want to talk a little bit more about the team structure and that sort of thing. Uh, they talk protected roster and, and so forth. And then the other big news, I thought it was big news, just super interesting news. Nashville Stampede signed Caden Cloud, 19 years of old, uh, old High school bull riding champion from Texas. Oh, I think they're out scouting these guys, and they knew something that, uh, you know, people from the high school rodeo in Texas knew, but nobody else probably did because there's, you, you know, that's the only people in that circle. So they they paid attention. They probably went and watched him and scouted him and talked to him and said, okay, this, this is our guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what round they picked him in? I, I thought it was second round. I'm pretty sure. I've got that on my notes here. But I think it was second round they picked him up. And he's protected roster. It wasn't it wasn't practice squad. Right. So that would have been their first pick. That, yeah. Actually. Yeah. Ask, ask, uh, yes. Because they traded the first pick that they had to the Carolina. So they they must really had have faith in this young man because they they traded the first pick away for this kid okay so he was actually the number eight pick sam so first round to your point exactly right yeah he would have been their first pick first yep. pick of the second round but yep. Yep. because yeah yep well that's outstanding outstanding yeah. And I heard the commentators talk about he's going to be around all the right people. He is a future, you know, think of that, 19 years of age, you know, six, seven, eight years that, you know, part of that foundational building of teams that we talk about. And to yeah. your point, you never know, you young bow riders out there, high school finals, both state and the nationals are going to be coming up. So you never know that these scouts aren't out and about. Hey, speaking of high school rodeo, the Kentucky High School 
rodeo finals were last week, and a good friend of our podcast, Miss Hayden Pack, qualified in the pole bending. She rides a horse named Oakley, and she is headed to the National High School Finals in Gillette, Wyoming, in July. So big, big cheer for her. We're going to be following her, watching her. I love pole bending, Sam. And that's, you know, people that aren't in the rodeo, high school rodeo world, uh, don't realize what an accomplishment this is. You got to be in the top four of your state and to move on. And then you go to the largest rodeo in the world. They take the top four kids from every state. And it really is a big deal to accomplish getting there for one and then doing well or winning is is a huge accomplishment so uh it, it's really a good thing you bet congratulations young lady congratulations <laughs> you you've raised a pole bender or two haven't you oh yeah they did a little bit more of a social aspect but, yeah yeah uh, yeah that's okay that's okay <laughs> sister was a I don't think you'd call her. Now we're talking about the horse. She was never a pole bender. She was more a pole basher, I think. Oh, okay. Run, run uh, right straight but down. You look at <laughs> you look at her name, and now there's other horses named sister after her. Oh, that's so true. I wonder if she had something to do I, with it. You know, Haley s- Kinsel's sister and the girl from California's sister. Yeah, and, you know. yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, no, I pretty think- neat. I think it's very neat, very neat. We've got to talk about Sister and how that all came to be in one of our upcoming podcasts. But congratulations to Hayden Pack. Get ready. Get, get, get Have fun. It's a big old deal when you get to Gillette, Wyoming. And, and Sam, after the UTB finals, I mean, we're pretty busy right now going on, but I think we ought to step back and look not only at Kentucky High School Rodeo, but also at uh, maybe New York, Pennsylvania. Let's see what's going on in the world and do and you can share stories you've been to gillette wyoming just how big this is so after the finals i think we ought to do that that would be great now guy they were some of the most enjoyable years of my life yep 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 perfect all right so on a final note road racing is upon us i'm going to be going to two tracks over the memorial day weekend pit race beautiful track up near Pittsburgh and Mid Ohio near Columbus, so it's going to be going to be kind of a cool long weekend. About four days of racing. Got a little car prep going on, putting a new mirror system in, so I can protect uh, and have a little more information on blind spots. We're putting a new dash in, trying to get more data gathering. And Sam, if you remember, you saw this car in uh, Watkins Glen. This is a new car for us. Yeah, we had to get a new car because the last one hit the tire wall at Watkins Glen two years ago. Now, speaking of Watkins Glen, you've made some laps, top-notch Porsche. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. I won't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm uh, glad. I'm glad you could do that. That that is a beautiful track, historic track, and that was a nice car you were in. It was amazing, Doug. It. it uh... I'm not good at going fast, and I'm not good at all that stuff, but uh, I got a whole new respect for the people that do it. It It is rough on your body, you know. You're going <laughs> right. and slowing and speeding and yeah. round the corners, and, yeah. oh, yeah, it was, yeah, whole new respect for them. And, yeah, I was sick for about three days <laughs> afterwards. 
<laughs> you bet. Uh, While we were up there that weekend and you came out, I remember that was a perfect weekend. That was last summer. And, of course, before that, Makai Stevens, he runs um, Pirelli America GT4. He was there. We got to we got to cheer him on. So what a great weekend. Now, before we wrap up, Sam, got to ask, where's Colton? What's he doing? What's he up to? Well, Colton's in Durant, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Uh, Said he was looking at uh, going to some more rodeos, getting with some other people, and uh, I haven't heard what was going on. He's taking care of his horses that he's got to resell. He's riding and working them, and really some nice good bred horses and you know he sent me some video of him standing up on one trick roping and <laughs> riding another one through a pond and up over and you know he's doing a great job with them and you know like you are when you're a kid you want to get the money and run but uh, these horses are really good bred horses and I hope he holds out to get what they're worth not just sell them so he can keep moving on you bet you bet what a great experience he's having. Man, he's living the life, dude. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. Anything else before we go? No, I think we've covered things really good. Um, hope everybody has a great weekend, and I'll be tuning in. I might be going to St. Tite this weekend in Quebec. Nice. I don't know for sure yet. I don't. If the weather's going to be good, I'm kind of a fair weather person now. If it's, it was snowing the other day when I was thinking of going, I said, ah, yeah. Yeah. they got a rodeo up there, and I got some horses at, and I was thinking of going, but we'll see what okay. goes on. All right. Now, no matter where you are, we'll be able to stay in touch and, and keep talking about this finals? I would imagine. <laughs> uh, as long as I got through my truck service, I, I would imagine uh, – Looking forward to it. Looking right. forward to seeing how it all shakes out. Absolutely. It, it is interesting times. Interesting times. All right, Sam, goodbye. Have a great day. Be safe. Thank you, Doug. Take care. This is Beyond the Shoots, where we discuss New York rodeo, the people and the places that they take us. Friday morning, we're planning to wrap up round four, tonight's round, and preview Friday night's round number five. And Sam will continue to make his predictions. Breaking news. We are on Spotify. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. We're also headed to YouTube, so keep a lookout for that. Reminder to check out the New York State Rodeo Museum Facebook group page and become a member. And you can find all of our episodes on beyondtheshoot.com. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.